a disclaimer here. This person is mixing a wine-like substance that's blue with whiskey. If if I I I would like to submit hereby that the following is my will. Drink. If I die, drink. I would like the Ghanaian funeral people <laughs> to dance with me. I have mixed feelings about my existence in this world. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm having a little bit of existential crisis, a little bit of confusion. <laughs> I was just subjected to a wine-like substance that is blue in color. It's green now. Because it's been mixed with <laughs> whiskey, which, which, by the way, is an ungodly act. <laughs> you do not mix whiskey with anything else. And sure, this might just get a pass because the other substance has alcohol in it. <laughs> However, it is blue. Look. Like Smurf blue. Look, today's whiskey is really not to my liking. I have to, <laughs> <laughs> I have to improve it. I'm just gonna, for now, drink the Smurf juice. <laughs> well, uh, whiskey on my side, Smurf juice on your side. Well, let's get the Whiskey Out podcast started. Yay! Cheers. By the way, I uh, I saw you earlier buying a gift uh, for your sister. Is it is it your sister's birthday coming up? It is. It is. Yes. Um. What What were you like looking in? Like, what were you looking to get her? Well, um, in case you're listening, sis, um, please, can please just um mute this part. Mute this part and jump to like. 15 seconds later. Go, you go. 15 seconds. Go. Okay, okay, okay. So, y- yes, um, my sister is um, a photography major. And uh, I decided that I would be a very good little sibling. And I would get her a, like, the ball, the prism, not either the prism or the, uh, the ball, the glass ball that makes photography. <laughs> Uh, that was about 20 seconds. So in case, sister, you heard it, uh, please pretend like you didn't hear it. Uh, but I promise you it's a gift as a photographer that you're going to very much appreciate. And by the way, you do have a very caring sister. I wonder how that happened. I'm quite interested in like sort of uh, finding out how you guys became so connected um, as you know, siblings. Well, it all started the day I was born. <laughs> I've known my sister my entire life. <laughs> but literally, though, I am the youngest of the siblings. Me too. Yeah? Yeah. Yay. Yay. High five to the youngest of siblings, but with whiskey glasses. With whiskey glasses. Um, but you know the stereotype about the, uh, the youngest kid, you know? We're the most spoiled one. Oh, yeah. spoiled. So, yeah. Spoiled. Let's, let's not really get into that topic. But uh, how is it like, sort of, uh, you have only one sibling, right? I do, yes. Um, I only have an older sister. Um, She is, weirdly enough, a year and three months older. Um, My parents did not put a stop to that. Um, Mm, No, I was, I I, I, I wanted to say something. I was like, don't, don't, don't say it. Don't say it, man. (laughs) One of us was definitely an accident. And I don't think it was her. (laughs) Well, so it's, 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 it's nice uh, spoil, spilling that kind of, th- those kind of beans out on a podcast. Nice. <laughs> We're very open and honest on the Whiskey Hour podcast. This the is magical the, whiskey. Yes, this is the podcast for these things to be on there because why the hell not? Yep, sure. All yeah, right. Yeah, but no, um, this actually, yeah, so me and my sister are a year apart. Yeah. Um, we grew up together obviously Mm -hmm. we did go to separate kindergartens for the first um i think i only went to the kindergarten for three months or so but i just kept getting sick there okay so at some point my parents decided that it's not 
beneficial for us to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, as a good little sister I was, if I would get sick, I would drag my sister with me. So in the end, both of us would get sick. And, wow. Yeah, and one of my parents would constantly have to sit there and uh, look after us. And um, yeah, so, so that wasn't very good for the family. It really wasn't. No, um, because my mom couldn't work properly. Right. Uh, because of us being sick so often. Mm-hmm. Um, and my grandmothers, you know, uh, one of them doesn't didn't live in the same city. Okay. Uh, the other one did, but still. She had her life. It's not that easy to be like, hey, here we have two children, now take care of them. Not every single grandmother will have the time to actually do that. Yeah, um, of and course. Even like the want, I think it's a very important thing to discuss. Mm-hmm. Not every single grandmother should be treated as a nanny. Um, <laughs> That's funny though, because I did grow up with my grandma. Yeah, right? Yeah. So many children that I've seen have uh, been raised by their grandparents. Mm-hmm. And in my case, per, like particularly, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, both of my grandparents took care of both me and my sister. Um, but it was always... At first, my mom was at home when we were really, really little. Mm-hmm. And then later on, it was... Um, we hired some nannies. My parents hired some nannies, obviously. I, I was a kid. I didn't have money. <laughs> Wait, how did we go from like your relationship with your sister to nannies? <laughs> well, the thing I was get, trying to get across was um, we were raised a lot by nannies as well. Okay. Next to um, our parents, obviously. Um. But we became very independent in a very young age. Right. And constantly having that attention from, uh, well, family in general. Um, It just so happened that both me and my sister went to the same year of school. (laughs) Oh, so you guys were technically classmates. We weren't technically classmates. We were actual classmates. Okay. Okay. So, you wow, that's actually very interesting because my dad and uh, my elder uncle, my eldest uncle, uh, he's now passed away. They actually had a similar situation that they were actually classmates for a, for a couple of years. So you guys went to the same school, were classmates. That obviously should make us, make you guys like, like, I mean, obviously you guys, you guys are sisters. Yeah, we so are. You were, <laughs> Gotta be super tight, super close. Well, you know. All right, sister, um, this is where you stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Love you, sister, by the way. Uh, but no, um, yes, we are pretty close. We have a lot of things in common, as understandable, honestly. Like, grew up in the same society, grew up in the same setting. Most of our um, interactions are now meme-related and some TV shows both of us watch, movies and stuff. Um, In that scenario, we are very close and um, I'm very happy that we actually are able to share a lot of nice and close moments. Mm -hmm. But it hasn't always been the case, especially when I was back in Lithuania. And when we were going to the same classes, oh no, that, no way did we have a good relationship. Oh, so your relationship is sort of improved probably since you've left the country. I think if I can draw like a curve, um, when we were little, as in little, little, like um, as in baby little. As in baby little. Mm-hmm. We were quite good together, as any babies are. Right. Um, but then when we started developing, and especially when we started going to school, um, our relationship was very much based on competition, based on a lot of jealousy, a lot of sharing. We would fight a lot. We would... You know, like the normal so, sibling rivalry. 
Standard, yeah. Well, the thing is, I I didn't really have that, um, you know. And I, I mean, I did have like two elder sisters. Okay. Um, always wanted a brother, but didn't have a brother, so can can can't do anything about that. But um, I never had that sort of you know sibling rivalry with my sisters because. Well, I'm eight years younger than one and 11 years younger than the other. Okay. So I'm actually quite interested to hear how the whole sister, I mean, sibling life rivalry plays out, right? Because I've actually never really experienced it. So let me get this straight. Mm -hmm. You've never experienced any form of rivalry between you and your sibling? Um, It's difficult to pinpoint. Did you like never fought over a TV remote? I, I fought my dad over the TV remote. That's <laughs> <laughs> just called like family rivalry but, at yeah, this that, point. That's that's that's. I mean, I've 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 fought my housemate over the TV remote. You know, <laughs> it's you're, uh, you're just fighting people over TV remotes. It's like it's my channel. So it's, it's my TV. I paid for it. No, I no, actually, I didn't. So I. I'm I'm gonna go on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I I no, I can't really recount. That's why I'm, I'm actually like sort of interested to know how it you know how sibling rivalry was for you guys. Um, well, um, it was uh, very interesting actually, mm-hmm. because um, as I said previously, we went to the same school and to the same year. And we went to a private Russian school. Um, (laughs) 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 Yep, we're Spokoisa. Nah, we went to the same uh, Russian school together uh, where the total count of students in the first four grades, so like the elementary school basically, um, was 25 to like 26. Okay, that's a tiny school. Yes. Um, our class in particular had three students out of which both me and my sister were well from the same family. So you guys were almost like 10% of the university. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but that only lasted for the first four years of the school. Um, after that, we moved to a uh, different public school. Right. From there, we went like, again like on another eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight years. Well, till the eighth grade, but for four years. Okay. Additional four years. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same class. Right. But afterwards, when we got to the high school, while we did attend the same high school, we did go to the separate classes. Okay. Um, so we, we were reunited like later on again when we got into profiling and stuff and choosing our majors, what we want to do in life more. Um, right. We met again. Uh, you met your sister again. I met my sister again. It's been eighty-four years. <laughs> nah, but yes. Um, so for us, the rivalry took place both in school mm-hmm. and in the house. And for I think three years, we went even to the same music school together. Okay. So we were constantly together. Uh, we constantly saw each other, and we had to compete uh, to get attention of the teachers, uh, to get attention of the parents, to get attention of um, other peers. Um, and then later on, once we actually get got to music school once again to prove that one or the other one of us is better. Okay. So was that like sort of something that happened or was it something that others sort of enforced? And I, by, by in, you know, enforce isn't necessarily the right word, but, you know, is it something like it wasn't there and then until somebody came and said, so which one of you is better at the piano? Which one of you is better 
in in mathematics, for example, you know, was it something that you guys started or was it something that an external force planted in your minds? Can you pinpoint that? Oh, that is a very good question, actually. Um, well, I don't think I have a good answer for it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I know my parents and especially my mom enforced both of us to be together. Um, she would always be like, you have to love each other. You have to respect each other. You have to, you know, share everything. Support each other. Support each other. Right. And I still remember this quote from my uh, grandmother. Mm-hmm. She said, you know, your sister is the only thing you've got and you will always have. Even when your parents are not here, your sister is going to be here. So love and support each other because one day you're not going to have anyone else except the two of you as your like pure blood. And um, I never understood what that meant mm-hmm. because um, like, I'm not going to lie. Uh, for the two of us, seeing each other that often, working with each other that often, and sometimes even having to do like school projects together. Right. Because, you know, like, spoiler alert, uh, both of us were outcasts. <laughs> both of us were very much bullied. And both of us were um, in the same situation at that point. Right. Um, so us sticking with each other was not really a choice, more of a necessity to at least have someone in your In your corner. In your corner, exactly. Right. So, um, I think the rivalry was a thing that developed between the two of us, wanting to prove that, um, you know, I have more friends than you do. Or this person likes me more than you. Or my parents give me more attention. Or I've got even like a better piece of clothing than you did. Hmm. You know? Because a lot of times what happens when you have uh, two children that are so closely uh, age-wise apart, both of the children go shopping together as well. Because winter season hits, you need shoes. Both of them go to the same store. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we even had clothes that were like almost the same or different in color. And one of us had to compromise on it. Mm -hmm. Um, Or Did you guys have uh, more or less the same taste? Would you be like going to that, that rack and say, I want this. No, I want this. And now we want the same thing. Oh, that would happen so many times. Right. Um, But you do have to understand that uh, my parents uh, would only invest in two pieces of clothing for us. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we were little. Shoes and winter jackets. Because they last for a long time. No, because we lived in a cold climate. Well, where it used to get like to minus 25, minus 29 even degrees Celsius. Right. So if you don't have good shoes or you don't have a good jacket, you are pretty much screwed. Mm-hmm. You are going to freeze. So my parents didn't want that to happen to the two of us. So uh, we did buy these things constantly, mm-hmm. almost like every year or two, because, you know, children grow out of their clothes pretty fast. Um, but when it came to uh, actual clothing, it was always either a thrift store or handy downs. Right. Um, you know, because honestly, budget. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Um, but it's actually really interesting because um I, I'm still I'm still having a hard time understanding if the sort of a sibling rivalry came from an external source. And the reason why I'm kind of pushing for that is I didn't have a sibling rivalry, mm-hmm. but I had Probably the closest encounter to a rivalry I can get within a family is with one of my cousins. Oh, okay. Was uh, was he like a similar age than you? Um, yeah, he was. Uh, well, I mean, he is. He's still alive. 
Um, <laughs> uh, I want him to say that way. Uh, he is, I believe, two years older than me or a year and a half older than me. Okay. Um, I grew up in a family with a lot of cousins. You know, I, I have two sisters. And my dad's side, they were eight kids. My mom's side, five kids. So, you know, you end up with a lot of cousins. Oh, yeah. That's a big family. Like- yeah. Yeah. That's a hell of a big family. And, uh, you know, with us, we grew up in a in a small town, right? Mm-hmm. So even even the uh, my dad's, uh, you know, cousins and uncles and all of those guys, we were very close. We would see each other quite regularly and stuff. It's a small town, you know, we keep running into each other. Yeah. Uh, a lot of us are just family members in that, you know. Mm-hmm. Big family in the town. Um, but with one of my cousins, you know, we had this... I don't know if it was a rivalry, right? Because I never felt like there was one between us. And I don't know if he felt that way. But I know certainly for everyone else, there was a rivalry between us. Everyone else sort of perceived it that way. Because, you know, we were both pretty good in maths or pretty good in science. Um, He was a year ahead of me. Or two years ahead of me in school. Mm-hmm. I don't exactly remember. I think he was two years ahead of me in school. And, you know, we always went to the same schools. You know, secondary school, I went to the same school as he was going to. High but, school, same case. But he was older than you in the upper class. Or did you go to the same class as no, well? No, he, 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 uh, he, was, he was like two years above me. Okay. Always. Um, but it, there was always like this thing within the family that I need to live up to him, you know, like oh. I need to have the same grades as him or better. He was always taken as the point of inspiration for me to the point that I was like, but like I, you know, he's he and I'm me. And, you know, at that time, all I wanted to do was produce music and write rap, <laughs> you know, <laughs> But I, I I did go, you know, do stu- do study maths and science. But like I'm very curious actually. Um so both of you were very good at math, right? You excelled in. Yeah. Science, I'm guessing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um I know that you went to study engineering. Eventually, yeah. What did he do afterwards? Did he pursue any Ooh. of the Um Oof. Okay, um, let me just say this. He is, um, and I'm pouring myself some whiskey okay. as I'm about to talk about this. Um, when everyone in the family said that, like, he, you know, I need to get the same grades as him or whatever, um, at that time it was like, Jesus Christ, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, Something happened, um, and he became one of the inspirations in my life. Um, so when I was, I think, 12 or 13, probably I was 12 at that time, so I'm talking about probably 15 years ago, um, my uncle, my elder uncle, who was actually my dad's classmate, for mm-hmm. a couple of years, uh, he was running a glass business at that time. And uh, he was up in the north um, doing some measurements of uh, some of the shops uh, to produce uh, shop glasses, like front um, shop glasses mm-hmm. for them. Um, he was in the uh, tempered glass business. And, you know, he was going up north with his family, with his wife and uh, his daughter. And um, the night before the trip, they were over at my other aunt's house uh where my cousin you know at my cousin's house and they were like well we're going up north you know do you want to come with us and my cousin said uh yeah sure i'll go with you mm-hmm. um and uh they had an accident um oh, no. on the highway uh where my uncle died um my my other cousin um my uncle's daughter um she got her um, shoulder bone kind of just completely removed by by a guardrail um, 
it was it was a horror it was a horrifying accident. Um, he was Hi. my uncle was overtaking at that time um, when the accident happened, uh, and he was going very fast. By the estimate, he was definitely breaking the speed limit, um, and he hit the guardrail, um, but there was no protection on the on the guardrail as there should be by all measures of road safety. So the metal guardrail went inside the car. Um, They became the meat and the guardrail became the skewer. And um, that got very grim. Um, Whiskey hour. (laughs) But uh, in that accident, my cousin, he was was sleeping in the back seat. And because of the shock, the impact, he broke his neck. Um, which left him paralyzed from his neck all the way down. And, you know, obviously that was a devastating time for the family. I remember, I'll never forget the time when my dad got the call that something is wrong. And my dad was, you know, classmates with his brother. He, um, they, they grew up together. They did everything together. Um, the, he he used to tell me so many stories about him and uh, and his brother, my uncle, and um, they were absolutely close, the closest it can be. And I'll never forget the way my dad that night. He panicked. He ran out of the house, um, got into the car. Um, it was so terrible. Um, my my parents actually sent me to my aunt's house for two or three days until they dealt with everything and they came back to town for the funeral and then I was told that my uncle is dead and um, my dad was completely destroyed so oh. the death of my uncle was um, devast- devastating as it is but then nobody really had the time to mourn him because uh, well now we have now we have a cousin who's paralyzed from neck down and he was you know he's the cousin you know he's he's the kid in the family that everybody is like wow he's he's gonna be something special he's gonna do something special with his life and now he can't walk he can't write he can't do anything you know he's just lying down on a bed nothing is functioning from neck down obviously the organs are functioning but like he can't you know do anything from neck down um it was it was tough you know um uh yeah it was very tough situation but then for some for some reason and this is where i say he's um he's something special he for a couple for a couple of years he went into sort of treatment mm-hmm. surgery after surgery went to Germany for a special kind of therapy. Um, they did manage to bring some um, some control back mm-hmm. uh, to the point that he could type and he could not exactly write, but he had some use of his hands so he could type a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but through all of that, plus a stroke, if I'm not mistaken, because when you're lying down on, in bed all day long, Oh, you know, the whole time, um, crazy stuff happened to your body. Yeah. So he had a stroke. um, But through all that, he never missed a year of school. He passed, he aced every single one of his exams. Uh, Got into a very good university. I believe studied computer science. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe quite recently he's finished his master's as well. Nice. And uh, most probably going for a PhD. Nice. Um, and this is, you know, this this is a dude who literally needed someone to come to his house, um, someone appointed by the Ministry of Education to write the exams for him because he had no use of his hands. He couldn't write. So he had to speak the words and have someone else write it for wow. him. Wow. Um, and you know, he, he rebounded, he, he bounced back very quickly. He never missed a year of school. So, you know, um, if, if, uh, if there's anything called a cousin or a sibling rivalry, 
Well, I'm glad that I had a rivalry with him because he is one hell of a competition. <laughs> also, you don't really feel bad about losing. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, you know, not not to be patronizing or anything, you know, believe me. I I every time I think about him, I and I, you know, look at the old pictures and everything. It's um I'm very proud of him. I'm very proud of how he's been able to, you know, take this situation, this medical, this tragedy that's, that happened to him, but um, fight through it and make something good for himself. Yeah. Oh, so, God. For inspiration. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't grim. How... How do our episodes always go in a grim direction at some point? It's, it's, it's called depression. <laughs> this one actually gives me hope, though. <laughs> so much so. True, true. No, he's a, he's, a, he's a special one. Yeah. Top me up. All righty. Let's take a refill break. and Let's get back to the Whiskey Hour podcast. I think one of the things, we, you know, the thing that uh, I wanted to say is... Um, how sometimes a sibling rivalry comes from an external source and how people sort of create the rivalry when it doesn't exist. But it can also come from like internal. Like, for example, did you like you and your sister ever have to like share things um, per se? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, You know, understandably so, to be honest. A lot of times uh, when um, growing up, uh, I remember going to the first grade and uh, many, we were judged by probably a lot of parents and a lot of other families and would maybe get judged today as well. But we were handed a cell phone. Sorry, what? Yeah. Um, me and my sister, when we went to the first grade, uh, we were handed a cell phone. Right. A mobile phone. Right. Yeah, because I got my first phone when I was like 12 or something. Like yeah, I got my first phone when I was uh, six. Yeah, well, but it was a shared phone um, with a very much necessary purpose. Uh, see, the thing was when um, me and my sister would uh, finish school, mm-hmm. we had a school bus that would take us back home. Right, we would exit the school bus and go home, and a lot of times. Um, at first, we had a nanny there, and then we didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that was... Our parents decided to quit on the entire nanny shenanigans once uh, <laughs> one of them took too much of, like, relaxing pills. Like... Um, what? Like the Valerion. Valerion. I, I don't the, know the name of the pills, but... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, like the, depressants? No, actually... Um, they're like the lavender extract, you know, the things people use to calm themselves down. Aren't those called depressants? Are they? I th- I-, I thought so, but okay. But she, basically, one of the nannies took too many of them and yeah. uh, didn't let us in because she fell asleep. Um. Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we came home. Uh tried uh entering the house and obviously my parents will not give us the keys because we're children we're gonna lose them right so they had a nanny come inside the house and wait for us to get home uh wait for us to ring the doorbell unlock the door let us in you know and do all the nanny stuff (laughs) well what make us meals come on right um make sure we do our homework but we didn't have any homework because private school so spoiled. spoiled. That one's a private school. They whipped their asses with homework. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, we had so many free windows that the teachers would take time to make sure we do our homework in those times, right? Instead of you know sitting there mm-hmm. with nothing to do. Um, but yeah, we came back home and no one w- was there to let us in, so we didn't know what to do. So she slept in the house or something? Yeah, she just fell asleep. And dozed off, like, completely. And we couldn't open the door because, well, we don't have the keys. So uh, my sister, honestly, thank God for having an older sibling at this point. 
she just went to one of the neighbors, uh, rang the doorbell and said, hi, we can't get into our house. Would you mind calling our mother? Um, I think my sister knew my mother's phone number or something. Everybody or... knew phone numbers back then. Yeah, you know, I'm not even surprised, but, you I, know. I, I knew my aunt's house number. I knew my, my grandma's house number. Bunch of other numbers by heart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, she just called my mom, told what was happening, and we stayed in their place for a little bit until my mom got back home, unlocked the door, and took care of the situation. But after that, my mom was like, you know what, girls, you're old enough to stay in the house by yourselves. Um, they bought us a cell phone. You're I remember old it was... enough, aka, um, we're done. Uh, with, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with people who take Xanax or whatever and and sleep on the couch. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And my mom was like, "Well, we can call a grand, like your grandparents, but you know, do you want them?" And we're like, "No, not really, because you know what? We are old enough." Said like a seven and an eight year old, <laughs> something like. That. So, um, my parents gave us a key Lithuanian to share. Lithuanian child support, please do not, do not listen to this. Different times, completely different times. Back then, it was normal. It was fine. But yeah, we... Um, but yeah, uh, back then, we got our key uh, and uh, a cell phone to share. Mm-hmm. Both of them were to share. And obviously, because my sister was the older one. She had the cell phone. She had the cell phone and she had the house key, which means that I, the little sibling, would have to follow her around. Well, she would act cool in front of all the other kids. So um, I think that brought on quite a bit of the rivalry between the two of us. Right. And uh, sharing, you know, these kinds of items um, made us feel almost dependable on each other and more me dependable on her because she was never really dependent on me. She had the key and she had the cell phone. She could go get in ha- the house however she wanted. I'm pretty sure she had a responsibility which made it slightly more difficult in other ways, but she wasn't dependent. Yeah. No, her responsibility, I think, in her mind, and obviously I think to a certain extent from your, from your parents as well, was to take care of you mm-hmm. as the younger sister. Sure, sure. I mean, I was always pretty independent as a mm-hmm. kid. So that's why um, I did also get a phone. Um, I got a Nokia 3310. The classic. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Did you play Snake on that? Both Space Im- Invaders and the Snake game. Everything. Um that was um that was the phone the the classic one right the mm-hmm. the blue colored one um it was like blue and gray like dark blue and yeah gray the phone. dark blue and gray yeah. that was uh, that was my dad's second phone actually that was the first time it was like he brought that phone to the house and we were just like, oh, what is this alien item? We used to play football <laughs> with those things in, in the later years when uh, <laughs> when touchscreens came out, uh, when, when they first came out and they, they were so crappy, they used to break all the time. We used to reminisce about those old Nokia phones. Oh, yeah. Those, uh, those were good. Okay, so you got your own Nokia. Um, and so... Basically, a lot of the um, sibling rivalry came from sharing. Oh, yeah. I think um, so. Especially, you know, like in the later years, mm-hmm. um, we also had a desktop computer. There's always an issue with the goddamn desktop computer. There's you know always what? the issue. You know what? You know what? I had a sibling rivalry, too. Because you know what? It was over the bloody computer. <laughs> <laughs> So it wasn't the TV, it was the computer it that brought it out. It was the computer. Yes, yes, it was, ma'am. So, like, did you also do the thing where your sibling tries to open up a game, but you want to play it, so you just keep fucking stealing the mouse and closing it down? Um, God. 
Uh, no, no, because my sisters, I don't think they were much into, like, sort of playing games and stuff. Oh. Playing games was more, like, my thing. Like, no, they, they weren't even, like, Miniclip or my the I, I-8 games. Uh, the thing is, I don't know what my sisters were doing on the computer. Oh. Like, yeah. <laughs> like here, that's, that's the thing, but, like, the computer was always my thing. You know, like, I was always a computer guy in the house because... There, there were probably on, like, MySpace or some stuff. Um, probably, yeah, most probably. They were on MySpace or the Iranian equivalent of uh, MySpace, which was called Klub. Uh, <laughs> 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 I, I, I don't know if that site even exists anymore, but I remember me having an account on it as well when I was growing up. Uh, but, uh, yeah... They were probably on Clube or something. I, I have no idea. Um, but the gaming thing was more of uh, my thing. And just in general, computer was my sort of domain. Because um, the first computer I ever got, um, I was probably seven or eight. So, good Lord, 20 mm. years ago, you mm-hmm. know. Um, this is a computer that's not even in the Pentium region, you know. We're not like we're talking old school. We're talking a computer that had an entire hard drive. The entire hard drive of this computer was six gigabytes. Yes. I was running this computer on floppy disks. Yes. My games were on the floppy disk. And we had one of those too. You know, my dad brings this thing home and he's like, here's a computer, son. Go figure it out. I'm going to sign you up for this computer classes. And I'm like, cool, dad. And then I turn it on and it's like black screen with like white writing on it. And it's MS-DOS, you know, the command prompt as, you know, it's it's on Windows now. Um, the thing that nobody knows how to use unless, you you know, you're a programmer or something. Oh, yes. And I'm me as a seven-year-old, I'm just like, what the hell is this? So I started just pressing buttons to like try to figure it out. And somebody came and showed me like this little interface that allowed you to use the mouse, you know? So everything became a menu. Nice. Um, but I remember, like, having Windows 95 on that thing, you know? It's like, wow. this computer was not even capable of running Windows 98, let alone Windows XP that that came, like, you know, la- later on. So, it, like, a very old computer, but... Uh, what I was trying to get to is, like, um, my dad signed me up for these computer classes. Um, and I was, I, I used to go there. And there would be, like, these theory classes, which I understood nothing of. But then there were practical stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was always the best at it. I used to teach all these 40, 50-year-olds how to use a computer. And I'm just, like, this 70-year-old running around not understanding crap in the whole theory class about network and privacy and stuff like that. But when it comes to the actual set... Boom, I get it done. And I was like, so yeah, I, I probably had always had that thing about me and computers in the house as well, which probably pissed my sisters off. Yeah, I was about to ask, didn't your sisters got signed up to the same classes as well? Uh, no, they didn't. Um, no. I mean, they were like probably older, like much older than me. They were like in high school and stuff, right? Okay. So when you're in high school, um, you're preparing for like state exams and national exams and stuff like that. Okay. Um, So for whatever reason, you know, they didn't go to the computer classes. And I remember all I wanted to do on my computer was to play FIFA 98. Like... (laughs) Uh (laughs) No, see, uh, the two of us... Like me and my sister, that that is. We had a slightly different kind of rivalry. Um, and especially when it came to games we played. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was all the girl dress-up games. Sims. The Sims, of course. Mm. But the Sims came later. Uh, the Sims came when we True. were already in, like, uh, middle school mm. setting. I don't know which year it was, but that's... That was when The Sims actually started up with us. Yeah. Um, but we had Club Penguin. Yeah. A what? Club Penguin. What the hell is Club Penguin? So you Is could... it as good as Goat Simulator? Even better. You get Sign a PS- me up. 
you get to be a penguin. You can't. Like, the server was shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking. The, the, the place just shut itself down. But, yeah, so you got to make yourself into a penguin, and you have all these multiplayer games. Right. Um, and you go in, you get to meet all your friends, and there are some events happening. And, of course, there are, like, memberships and stuff, mm-hmm. which, well, um, we don't... We didn't buy, so we were stuck with only like the free items. Right. But I remember at some point, um, when Club Penguin was coming to an end, uh, we were the people who were still in there for years and years, having so many items, so many memories from it, you know? Because when we started, the Club Penguin was, was reaching its first or second year. Of existence. Was it like a like a Facebook game or something? Because like No, it was not. It was um because sometimes I'm having a bit of a hard time sort of um it remembering was like, our, our our age difference actually. Th- that like sometimes when I think about my childhood, but I'm like thinking when you were born. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, no. Um Is this pre-Facebook or I think it's pre-Facebook. Okay. okay. I don't remember, like... I'm just gonna check it out straight Club, away. Club Penguin, that's uh, that's a wildly interesting thing. So you get to be a penguin. Yes. And what do you do as a penguin? It was created in 2005, by the way, sorry. So it's kind of... Pre- yeah. Sort of, yes. Yeah. Yeah, but um, we got rivalry because the bo- both of us were playing the game and both of us wanted to achieve the items, you know, first. Right. So those were the games that we were playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then occasionally, sure, there was your, you know, friendly neighborhood, uh, Grand Theft Auto and Which the Killer one? Shark Whale. Um, Which GTA? We played the Vice City and the San Andreas. Oh, the classics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's actually not the classics because it's GTA that the first GTA that I played didn't have 3D in it. Yes. Okay. No, I remember that one. <laughs> that was, I, I, I do remember that one. From, like, from the top. But, but, <laughs> but this is like comparing to The Sims 1 as well. When, yeah. especially if you have two, two parents and you say, like, hey, I want to have a kid, they just go into the bed, they make a baby, and it appears right next to the crib straight away. <laughs> <laughs> um, children, that is how babies are made. Yeah, parents definitely. go to bed, and a baby is made. That's right how you away. were deceived. Received, <laughs> received, <laughs> or deceived, <laughs> or conceived. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! Thanks, mom. <laughs> We love mom. For receiving me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, sharing of a bunch of, um, even like online game-wise and computers and a house key. I don't think I had my own house key until I entered like, what, grade six, grade seven? Right. So like lower high school. Yes. Almost pre-high school. I still didn't have my house key. Um, and you know, in the end, us being a similar age, we ended up sharing stuff like friends. Mm-hmm. We had mutual acquaintances, you know, right. we grew up in the same setting. Trying to make friends was always like, you're friends of mine. Well, you're also friends of my sister, because guess what? We are similar age and we live under similar house. Yeah, in the same neighborhood, in the same class. Yes, that's how one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. He is literally as neighbor as a person can get. Um, so basically, we live in this like cottage place. Okay. Um, and our rooms are located next to each other. To so the like point, if you drill through your room, you get to her room. Exactly. If I drill from my bed, I get into her bed. That gives me a lot of evil ideas. No, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, Don't ever so invite me to your house. <laughs> <laughs> you are not invited. 
but you know like for the two of us um it was always like hey and she's a year younger than me right so the three of us would be hanging out and you know the influence of an older sibling is different than the influence of a younger sibling Mm -hmm. and in the later years once we actually grew up and started you know seeing stuff for different ways we found out that hey actually me and her we have way more in common than me and my sister or more than my sister and her you know right so they fell apart um so so basically it was like um and i i think i kind of understand like somewhat the gist of it um how it can be to have like a sibling rivalry yeah right um in terms of like sort of I don't know. Sharing friends is a difficult thing to say, but then when you're growing up, it's there's a, there's sometimes some drama. Yeah, like you know, you go up downstairs after the evening. You open up the fridge, and the food you saved for yourself is gone because your sibling ate it. Didn't you ever have that happen to you? Um, I don't particularly recount because I was most probably the one who ate it. <laughs> Well, your sisters can recount for sure. Um, uh, I'm probably going to call my sister after this. Oh, wait, no, that's that's going to be way too early in the morning. But I will definitely ask her if she ever came across that situation. But I definitely was the one who ate the food. Yeah, see, with me and my sibling, I remember once uh, we had these, like, waffle thingies. Waffle thingies. Yeah, like, this is prior me discovering a bunch of allergies. She as well, by the way. Um uh. Yeah, so we had these, like, waffles, like, mm-hmm. wafer waffles. Okay. That in the middle, it's uh, spread with, um, like, a marshmallow filling, almost. But it was very nice to, to like, consume. Yeah, it, I'm sure it was. And we... I'm s- hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so at some point, you know, I, I we, we were eating them. Um... And the next day, I got it. I'm like, I think I will have one. And there was nothing left. So at some point, I was like, you know, I don't actually have the item that I wanted to eat. But who ate it? Was it my mom? Was Was it it my my dad? Or was it my sister that I saw her eat them? Or was it a ghost? Or was it a ghost? Or was it one of my pets? Anyway. Or was it you that you forgot? Ooh. Conspiracies. Nah, it was, um, I'm it pretty was sure. It was the agent of the Illuminati. I'm pretty sure to a point it was my sister, but I think you know this. When you're the, the smallest child, when you're the youngest one. You, you gotta shut up. Oh, you're just gonna shut up. Yeah, yeah. You're either gonna shut up or you're gonna blame your sibling the, for everything. The the every single argument and discussion comes to a halt, screeching halt, when the older sibling says, "But you're the younger one." Oh no, no. For me, that wasn't the point. Uh, for me, the case was um of me actually going to my parents and say, "Hey, she ate it." Oh God, you were such a little. Ooh. Ref- I shall refrain to from using the word. I was a brat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was a little brat. Um, yeah, but nah, me and my sister, <laughs> fun rivalry um, to the entirety of eighth grade. Uh, I don't think I had any friends, to be honest, in general, mm-hmm. aside from like... Um, my current best friend, right? Uh, the neighbor one, and um, I had some people in my music school when she dropped out, right? But in the spaces we shared, it was actually very difficult getting friends mm-hmm. because even the teachers would compare us, asking why are you doing better in math when your sister is not, or why are you doing better in the language when your sister is not? You know, yeah. why why aren't you helping each other when in reality it's like, well, because it's difficult. And I think that sort of that that kind of seed, once it's planted um, from an external point of view, say a teacher or a friend or a family member, once that seed of comparison 
with your sibling is planted in your mind, especially you, your, your young, innocent, subconscious mind, that seed takes hold. Yeah. Very strong. So, you know, my question for you, um, given that you, you know, you've grown up um, with your sister, who is a year and a half older than you, year and less than a half, right? She's like a year and three months. Yeah, so just just over a year older than you. Do you, you know, and I and I and I'm not asking you this as as an expert in child raising, um, you know, person. I'm asking this as as just a person who grew up in those circumstances. Do you reckon it's wise to have kids? who are so close to each other in terms of, like, age. To have kids so close after another one. Um, and this might be a very difficult question to answer. I think it all depends on uh, the way you raise your children. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, you know, given the circumstances, my parents did the best they could. To, you know, As provide us, yeah, with education, give us equal, or to be honest, I don't even know how equal were the opportunities we were given, you know? It's, I think that is a very biased standpoint. Mm -hmm. No, 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 definitely agree. Um, But I don't think that me and my sister should have been placed in the same environment constantly. Mm-hmm. Because even I noticed that once we entered high school and we went to different classes, uh, we entered completely new in environments besides being in the same school, you know? Yeah. Um, and branching out in our own unique ways, we had more to talk about. And that is when um, we started understanding the reasoning for uh, interactions sharing our homework. And to the point where I remember at some point it was very strange to me when, you know, there was, I think, the last piece of something left and she offered, but do you want to share it? Mm -hmm. And I was weirded out because, you know, previously it would have also always been the case of, but I got it. I'm going to consume it. And then she got to the point of, no, you know, do you want it? Because if you do, we are going to share it. And this is the last piece. I'm going to share it with you. Or, hey, did you do that homework piece? Because I need it. And I didn't do it by myself. Or can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And the entire system of support that I've got later on in years, it's so worth it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, right now, me... Like, I've went through enough mental uh, problems. <laughs> I've dealt with quite a bit. <laughs> and I think uh, my sister was one of my closest supporters. Mm -hmm. She was the one who actually pushed me um, and encouraged me to, you know, not be afraid to open up, not be afraid to actually seek help. Right. And, you know, supported me all the way through and actually allowed me to achieve the potential that I'm currently still aiming for. And I don't think that sort of connection, that sort of understanding between the two of you would have been possible had you not been so close had you not spent so much time together growing up. Right, right. Um, I also don't think so. I think, in a way, we might have potentially been close, but mm -hmm. we wouldn't have experienced most of the issues we dealt with. You know, even uh, being bullied, being made fun of mm -hmm. together, suffering through those experiences together, you know? Yeah. Um, going through loneliness, going through rejection, going through uh, failure in school and, you know, 
we like there was one year when both of us got pneumonia together you know corona ah that was the other pandemic but yeah you know <laughs> was it a pandemic or epidemic uh, probably epidemic to be yeah. honest <laughs> <laughs> but you know um i don't think the two of us would be able to relate to each other on a similar mental level mm-hmm. if we wouldn't have been pushed fought over stuff and now found the boundaries which both of us are uncomfortable operating in isn't that the beauty of si- siblinghood you know that's um you fight you say things to each other but at the end of the day there's no one like your sibling that understands you i think so um at least in my case it definitely is mm-hmm. uh but how's it in your case you have two siblings you know um my my siblings are interesting and i don't know where to start you see i let me go on the record and say i really think i was a mistake <laughs> I was really not supposed to happen because nobody decides to have a kid after eight years of not having a kid. They're not like, you know, we raised these two kids. Now we can finally sleep and get back to our normal lives. Let's fuck ourselves up again by having another kid. You know, I don't think anybody in their right minds would do that. Um, But, you know, my eldest sister and when i talk about my elder sister and my younger sister they're both older than me one's uh one's 11 years older than me the other one is eight years older than me so my eldest sister sara she she grew she was the first kid you know and as the first kid you always get the brand new clothes you get the brand new toys and you get the brand new everything um and you know my younger sister she well we kind of get along a little bit better um because my older sister and I were by the time I was born and by the time I was a bit of a toddler or a teenager she was already in her high school moving on to university and stuff so there was that ginormous gap of 11 years especially in 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 you know in this generation in my generation you know generation y 11 years is a lot of cultural differences um yeah. so we you know we were just worlds apart growing up um with my younger sister we got we were very close growing up um that but that's partly because she was at home a little bit more um because well she didn't go to university till like you know for another three years um you know um because of just the age difference she had with my elder sister but we got much closer because she was the one you know who went to malaysia and in malaysia we kind of lived together so we kind of got really close. We never really had the ri- rivalry, per mm. se. Um, but um, there was always those, those those shenanigans and stuff like that. So from my end, I can't really say that I've experienced sibling rivalry. I know for a fact that that you know even when I'm when I'm in my worst days, I can call either one of my sisters and just talk to them. Um, and they're not going to tell me what to do. They're not going to pretend like they know what's going on or what I should be doing. They're just going to listen and they're going to say, cool, good luck. Mm. Um, and I think that's what I really appreciate the most about the relationship I have with my sisters. Um, I can't say I'm as close to them as you are with your sister. Because we don't communicate on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is certainly a connection there. Um, that is, you know, that is unique in its own way. And I think that's the beauty of uh, 
siblings. Um, we fight, we throw tantrums, we nag and bitch to our parents about each other. But at the end of the day, when everything falls apart, we always go back to each other. Yeah. Uh, so here's to all the siblings. All the siblings in the world. Uh, let's raise our glasses of whiskey. Uh, or, I guess this is going to bring us to the end of this Whiskey Hour podcast. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, thank you for our parents for not... <laughs> for making <laughs> us. For sticking with us. And um, thank you to... Our siblings. Our siblings for somehow still staying by our sides no matter how annoying we get. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers.